Welcome to the Release Your Blocks podcast. I am your host, Victoria Bond. I am a spiritual empowerment coach. I help teach others to show up to their potency so they can fulfill their mission here on earth. I'm so glad you are here. And if you are interested in becoming a medium, if you're interested in becoming a life coach, or if you're interested in shifting your life from the 3D to live more in the 5D reality, then check me out book a clarity call and let's get chatting. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of Release Your Blocks with Victoria Bond. I have Sarah Salinas here. Hello Sarah, how are you? Hi, I'm doing so good. I'm so happy to be here. Like over the moon, haven't been interviewed on a podcast since 2019. So I'm stoked. Like I went from being interviewed on about 30 podcasts in 2019 to zero in 2020 because I just didn't, I was tired of having the foundational basics. Tell me about your, your generator, your projector. And it's like, energetically, I pushed any of that away and I didn't, I wasn't offered any, but it's like, I've only in the last couple of weeks been like, I'm ready to be interviewed and like share my heart, but not the basics is what I keep saying. I keep saying, I want a deeper conversation. And then you emailed me and here we are. (laughs) And it's such an honor to have you here. And thank you so much. And for you guys listening, I just want to let you know that Sarah is from HD. It's it's the HDB. (laughs) So T-H-E-H-D-B-E-E. Um, on Instagram and that is her business and she is a human design reader but she goes deeper which actually aligns with you because you are a projector and that is what we do so the conversation today is going to be a little bit deeper and I just want to pre-frame this guys if you haven't heard of human design please go check out Sarah because she has got I've been on there (laughs) stalked her that's how I found her and she has got the most incredible content she breaks things down on videos. Um, you've got all sorts of stuff. So thank you, Sarah, for putting this out in the world. This free content. That is very, very generous and amazing. So yay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's if you want resources, just literally go to my Instagram, stuff in the bio. I have stuff on Teachable. You can scroll through two years worth of just, hey guys, I was interested in this or a meme or this or that. Um, but it's all, it all lives somewhere on Instagram, like easiest, best place to find me and anything that has to do with any of my work at all. Mm, Beautiful. And it's, it's fantastic. Like I was like, how does this girl have so many resources? These are free. We are in this digital space, really this, this Mm -hmm. vortex of growth in 2021 while this is being recorded and this human design has really just taken off and, Mm -hmm. um, it is everywhere. So go and find out the basics, but we're going to dive deeper into, um, there's a couple of questions that I haven't actually told you that I'm going to ask you, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> um, and I, the first thing I realized about us is not only are we both projector three fives, you are a triple split um, energy projector and I am a non-energy, but I am a, um, I'm a splenic. So we're a little bit mm-hmm. different in those areas, but we are similar, very similar. And I recognize our energy straight away when I saw your face. We mm-hmm. are both channels. We are both yeah. mediums. We both are the, we, we have this very um, intuitive psychic kind of in a channeling energy about us. And that's exactly how I recognized you. I was like, I know her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read your energy. Mm-hmm. The psychic mm-hmm. medium. I have um, magnificent mediumship. I've got release your blocks. I've got all these different programs. And now I've brought human design into it. So when I recognized Beautiful. you, I was like, 
Mm. I wonder if she's the girl who's going to be able to talk about the spiritual stuff, the alignment and the channeling within human design, because mm -hmm. I am bringing forward this type of information in my readings. So, mm -hmm. oh my God. So we're going to dive into that. So I loved what you were saying about the chart and about the circular, what did you call it? The circular tree. Um, with the gates and stuff like mm -hmm. that so yeah, the circuitry and the channels and gates and stuff because it's how it's where the energy lives and moves within the chart that's how that's where where you have a channel is where you have energy moving back and forth between you be it your spleen your root it doesn't matter like that's where your energy lives and so within that it's like it's cool to know, you know, uh, what your energy type is and stuff like, like it, those are the foundations Like you need to, just cause my chart says I'm a projector. Doesn't mean I'm an embodied projector just cause you're a manifester. Doesn't mean that you're living like a manifester. Have you embodied? Do you know what it feels like to be an empowered embodied projector that's a three five and a triple split with dominant individual circuitry but a good mix of this and this and this do you know what that feels like mm, oh did you mm. just read it in a book oh no you got to go integrate it you and, so, go and this is what we talked it. about this is what mm -hmm. i said to you i said look there's all these people and they're learning what human design is and then yeah. they're going into their not self theme like for us it's bitterness being a projector mm -hmm. or frustration if you're a generator or managing and they're going oh my god i'm unaligned and they're going i learned human design three days ago and holy shit Ooh. i threw out of myself out of alignment and like i feel that energy within people and i'm like you know what this mm -hmm. here is called an experiment for a reason yes. we are here in the experiment of our lives of embodying mm -hmm. this perfect yeah. example is i've got a launch going on right now for magnificent mediumship and it is so fucking aligned sarah mm -hmm. i am just like hallelujah people are going to learn human design but also mm -hmm. You know, I don't go into the depths as you do, like you're the expert on this, but really it's about um, embodying everything. Yeah. And when they, when they go into guilt for not being aligned, I'm like, mm -hmm. you've missed it. Because mm -hmm. even when we go out of alignment, mm -hmm. what is that gift? Mm -hmm. Well, it's like we have to, as what's above is also below. And so it's like, you need to know what it feels like to be bitter. That way, you know what it feels like to be successful. You have to understand what it means. You need to have those check-ins of frustration to check yourself or who's causing that frustration. Are you in an environment that doesn't support you? Are you around family and you need to desperately get away from family to air out your aura and your energy and conditioning? Because that alone is deconditioning, is removing yourself from relationships and your, your life and people and places that influences so much. And like, even it's explained in human design that um, yellow diamond in the middle of the chart is your internal magnet. It attracts everything to you or pushes it away. Mm -hmm. That very middle and within that, you know, that's where your magnetism comes from. So if you're in an environment and in a place that doesn't support the frequency that you know you need to be at, you need to change that environment because the way that your magnet works, that in, it's called the magnetic monopole. The way that it works is it attracts everything to you based off of the current energetic frequency that you're holding be it intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, you're going to attract all of those things back to you. So an example that I like to give people on this is people that claim anxiety as their own. Mm -hmm. And they say, and this is how I see it. I'm like, I put my finger up and I'm like, look, 
you sitting saying my anxiety, my mm -hmm. anxiety, my anxiety, mm. my anxiety, and it gets bigger and bigger. And then you wonder why you keep attracting situations that trigger your anxiety. That's the energetic frequency you're projecting out and attracting back. So for example, because I used to be one of those people a couple of years ago, now surprise, I'll say, surprise. <laughs> right? I'll say I'm experiencing anxiety today mm -hmm. and it's in my chest and I'm going to go figure it out and feel into it. What's going on mm -hmm. versus being like, oh my God, I'm anxious. Oh my God, I have social anxiety. Oh my God, I'm an introvert. Oh my God, this. And it's like, no, those are the stories you're telling yourself. Mm. That's not your truth. That's your story. And your story and your truth, they aren't always the same thing, but it's like your story, your truth and your story need to eventually align. And so many times it keeps us from our truth because of the stories that we're telling ourselves. Mm. And it's like, you can't keep sitting here saying, I have anxiety, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And then wondering why, like the truth feels so far away. Mm. You know, it's like, you got to stop those thought loops. You got to catch those feelings and those loops. And sometimes it's like the way that I see stuff is like we, um, when we think about the elements within just like astrology and life and just nature, when we, when things start, it's an idea. Well, an idea, if you look into tarot or anything like that, that's air. And so many people stay within that very airy, like, well, I don't know what to do in this over here. And you ask someone how they feel. They're like, well, I don't know, because I'm thinking all these things. And it's like, how about we take it from up here and move it down mm -hmm. And when we can move it down and we can be in our heart center about something that's where truth and passion and fire and emotions. And then it drops down a little bit deeper. And then mm -hmm. it drops down a little bit deeper. And then eventually we get to more of that grounded state within things. And then it's like, another thing that I see is we try to make everything physical first. And that's not how life works. Things that are worth having are not physical first. Mm -hmm. And so within that, it's like when people, because one of my favorite things to just like, I understand people. So relationships are really important to me. Like I'm an Aquarius moon. And it's like, do you, do you want someone on for the physical aspect of things and that's it? Or do you want an intellectual connection? Do you want a spiritual connection? Which connection is the most important to you? And that goes into like changes within life, work, things of that nature. It's like, you can't just automatically be like, I'm going to, I'm just going to be a human designer tomorrow. Mm -hmm. because think about it let's say you do that you're pushing something out into the world before it's ready so within that the way I've experienced in my life when I've done something prematurely it's like everything around me mirrors back the chaos that I'm feeling on the inside but it's projected on the outside versus understanding how important it is to internalize how you feel, to internalize how you think, to internalize how something makes you feel or the connection and the energy. And then it be, and then the physicality of it should just be the next step, not this big thing. It should like, feel like just, humble. See, like exactly. a humble, like mm -hmm. us meeting, it's like, hey, Sarah, what's up? Exactly. <laughs> like we know each other, like there's no exactly. like, mm -hmm. uh, in the past when I, when I was used to be like, oh, mom's time to shine, I was like, oh my gosh, got this interview, got millions of pieces mm -hmm. of paper, hello, mm -hmm. I'm so nervous, and now I'm just like, hey, wow, that was a crazy morning in the three, five world, so let's go. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and you know, for me, um, I love what you're saying, because 
the whole like wonky when you're trying to push something it's kind of ego based mm-hmm. you're trying to push it it's all physical it's yeah. all physical that's the ego it's all Often physical money i want this yeah every yes. entrepreneur who is bringing money in and they're functioning and they're aligned to their human design they're aligned to themselves they're spiritually guided mm-hmm. all those different things divine feminine masculine when they are doing that it just flows to them money is not their number one thing money no. is not my number one thing me speaking out and showing and connecting with beautiful people like yourself that there makes me thrive and one thing I do now when I'm in launches like I am now is mm-hmm. I lie there in bed and I feel the warm fuzzies and I bring it all oh. like you said I teach people this as well down, down. I go head down into your heart every time I meditate with people head down into mm-hmm. your heart you know drop it mm-hmm. through and mm-hmm. when they do mm-hmm. that it's because we're addicted to fucking thinking in this 3D well, yeah. energy. Think about it. Think about this. Because I, <laughs> something that if anyone that doesn't know me that's listening to this and you're in, being introduced to me in my bio right now, it has like all my human design stuff, but it says bathroom twerker because <laughs> I love dancing. I dance, like catch me in my stories doing that. Well, something because I pay attention to just all the energy of everything. You can really tell where people carry their energy when music starts. So for example, you have the people where they're bopping their head. That right there tells you they live in their head because this feels nice. And then oh you my have God. people they're like, ooh, let me get my sh- Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then you have people and it's typically the people where you feel their sacral energy when all of a sudden they're like looking back in the mirror and like popping their booty. Why? Because they're in their hips, they're in their sacral, there's the movement and the circles. And so it's interesting when I'm around people, it's like, you know, are you bopping your head? It's like, okay, like you kind of live in your head, like, okay. And it's like, even then it's like, you're so in your head that when you're dancing, you're not even in your body. You're literally in your fucking head, you're in your head. And so I have, I've had my friends, you know, cause now that I'm like, I'm out there with my dancing, which has not been something I've been public about at all. It's something I've always, it's like, if there's something that brings me the deepest joy, it's dancing. Mm. It's like human design and dancing and dancing and human design but it's interesting. I had a manifesting generator friend of mine and my manifester sister, they came in for a girl's weekend. And, um, I asked them, I was like, what's the vibe? What can I do? And they're like, we want to have one of those dance parties. We keep seeing on like your Snapchat and Instagram. I'm like, bet I got you. So I had everything set up and they're like in their head and their hips. I'm like, no, we need to warm up the hips. We got to activate oh. this, like all these things. And I got them in their body. And the, my friend that's a manifesting generator, she goes, I feel, I feel alive. I haven't felt this. This is, this is all you have to do to activate this part of yourself. This is. I didn't realize. And she's like, thank you for teaching me this. I'm like you ever want to wake yourself up, especially let's say with an open sacral, get into your sacral chakra, turn on some music, do the yoga, do the thing that stimulates you in that way. And it's like, you don't just use your sacral for sex. Mm. That's easy. That's physical. Mm. There's nothing mm. wrong with that. But you know, it's like, are you having spiritual sex or physical sex? Mm-hmm. There's a difference you have an emotional sex or like just you're just you're just horny and you're just using your partner to get off Mm. you know and it's like music and certain music activates the sacral certain music activates the heart center certain music activates the third eye and it's like needing to tap into all parts of yourself Mm. 
but then then it's just fascinating to see where it's like where do you move in your body more often than not that's where you function beneath the surface wow so fascinating when I was younger I was a massive drinker massive mainly and I was like do I have social anxiety I'm like an introvert extra I was a hairdresser for 20 years you probably don't know that about me Sarah but I was a hairdresser for 20 years I'm now like nearly 38 I'm 38 this year and I was a hairdresser from 17 so I was like a managing hi how's it going come on in how's the kids what are we gonna do with your hair creative like this right and it's <laughs> yeah. like now I'm like still deconditioning because I only, I only stopped hairdressing a year and a half ago mm-hmm. uh, I had a salon and everything so now this is my job like me sharing everything as a projector and mm-hmm. like I've had to decondition that and I used to go out before my children who were like six and eight and I used to drink and I'd drink by myself and I would I couldn't dance I could not go and dance I'd drink a bottle of wine before I left the house now I can't even drink a glass without feeling smashed (laughs) I don't don't even want to drink because I actually love being in my own energy but anyway my point is from 10 years ago when I was like that to now Mm -hmm. what I did on the weekend is my husband was away he went on a big tramp and I decided to have a mini party not the actual party for my kid's birthday but a mini party a Mm pre-party so Mm -hmm. I invited 10 kids around so we've got four neighbors I've got nieces Um, my sister's dropped off my kids and we had a party me and the kids and Mm -hmm. all I did was dance and dance and dance and some of them were looking at me like you're crazy eventually they cracked and they started dancing with me yeah I'm a child this is who Mm -hmm. I be I am magnetic and magnificent and I am so fucking sick of playing small Mm-hmm. and staying in my head so mm-hmm. the deconditioning progress process has taken me years really mm-hmm. years and years mm-hmm. and years and I've still just begun but what mm-hmm. I did was I danced and like I said I moved my hips literally yes. and, I'm like, and I'm like yelling yes. and screaming my kids are just used to it if I'm not doing that if I'm not dancing with my kids if I'm not listening to music it's actually is a sign to me that I may not be quite in alignment I loved having my mermaid baths because I'm Mm -hmm. I'm getting a tattoo up my arm as a mermaid like next week (laughs) and I never used to have tattoos or a nose ring or anything like that because I was trying to fit into a box that really I didn't quite fit into properly so I felt a bit different so now Mm -hmm. that I dance with my kids and then we did face painting and it was art I've started doing art I haven't done art since Mm -hmm. I was like at school these are all the things that bring me so much joy so much joy and these are the core of our essence when did we stop being that child that knowing child that conscious child that knew Mm -hmm. and got so so conditioned that we forgot Mm -hmm. what joy looked like yeah well and then if you also think about it oftentimes our parents when we're kids tell us what is supposed to bring us joy and our parents' joy isn't our joy. And our parent, like our parents make their pain, it ends up being our pain. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, we're so conditioned at a young age. And it's like, I admire the parents that raise the free spirits because those are the creatives that, you know, are out there doing what they want to do. And it doesn't paint the picture that society does with damn, they're happy and their energy is so magnetic and magical things happen. You know, I have this, uh, I have this visual pop in my head that I just want to share. So last year in 2020, my husband and I were sent home to work from home and we know we both worked for the same company and it was fine getting up every day. I worked for this company for seven years, getting up every day, 
get in up, brush my teeth, brush my hair, put on some clothes, grab my coffee, drive all the way to work in silence, get there, sit for eight hours, but get up in between to go to the bathroom and then sit in my car and drive home. And because there were like moments of movement, I thought that that was okay. And that was normal. It wasn't until I was sitting in my, at my kitchen table in my home and I was fucking sitting for nine hours a day. And then I would get up and I'd have an hour break and I would go sit in a session for up to two hours. And it, it didn't bother me until it started to bother me. And it's like, I'm literally living my life sitting. I'm sitting. And being a three, five and being that third line, like need to get your hands dirty. No wonder why things started to become stagnant for me. I was just sitting. And it's like, but when I get up and dance or I go outside or I do this or I connect with someone and like tap into so much of the embodiment of what it means and feels like to be me, like, I have one of my friends the other day, she was like, is it weird to think of yourself as hot or sexy? And I was like, personally, I don't like those words because it makes me sound like you just want to fuck me. I'm not cool with that. However, being sensual and voluptuous within my energy where my energy is so felt when you're around me that it kind of, if you're not comfortable and like with yourself, you're going to be uncomfortable with me. That's ah. what I want my energy to feel like. Yes. That's what I, I want it to just literally like I walk in and it's like, you know, like it's almost like warm honey mixed with like vines and plants and flowers just and it's like, if you're uncomfortable with yourself, you're going to be uncomfortable with me, but I'm totally fine. Mm -hmm. That's what I want my energy to feel like. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not trying to be sexy. I'm not trying to be cute. Those are like, those are just weird words for me, but sensual and like engaging with the senses and feeling those things. That's what I want my energy to feel like. And within that, that makes people uncomfortable, not because of what you're doing, but because of the disease it creates in them. Because they see, feel, and sense your freedom of expression when you are that way versus, because like, think about it, like sensuality and voluptuous, that, that's a feeling. But like being cute, that's a label that someone gave you. Mm -hmm. Being hot is a, being hot is, it, it depends on who's, who's saying it. Mm. But when you can feel some type of way, it's different. So it's like, are you worried about the labels that other people are giving you? Or like the labels or labels that you choose for yourself. But within that, it's like, I just don't think it needs to be a label. No, it needs and to be a feeling. Yeah. It needs the to labels, be some type of action or feeling. I think labels are fantastic for understanding and then dropping them. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even like the word medium. I really don't. Like, I know you're mm -hmm. a medium. You know, I'm a medium. We're both channels. We know that yeah. by looking at each other's mm -hmm. in it, by looking at each other, <laughs> even mm -hmm. just feeling yes. each other. But as soon as our eyes locked earlier, like all this color went on around you. I'm like, here we go. Like, yep. Like I'm here and ready for this conversation. Like you, like you found me, I found you. And here we are. Like, I felt yeah. that. I just got tingles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got messages. Yes. And the thing is, people are afraid. This is what most of my clients come to me for. They are mm -hmm. afraid. They are shit scared of showing up. They are shit yeah. scared of being judged. And the one thing that I learned when I had this awakening, I like to say, um, mm -hmm. after the deep depression, which I really do think was a breakthrough now when I look yeah. back. It's an awakening. Was, it's a cracking. Yeah, it was awakening. Yeah. It was, it, I, I thank my son for that because he really was the one who activated me to that six years ago. Um, and... What it is, is who am I to judge those judging me? Yeah. 
You're no better. Because if I do that, I'm just aligning and agreeing or resisting and reacting. And that's judgment instead of just exactly. being. So I actually find, Sarah, and this is a really good question, I think, <laughs> if I do say so <laughs> myself. Um, I find some people are intimidated around me. They always have been. And now I'm kind of thinking that it's not because I'm like loud and I'm quite a dominant energy. It's because I'm a projector, because a, a lot of other people, especially projectors, are not intimidated by me but I've had people say to me and even though I'm smiling and stuff they go you're really scary and I'm like how the fuck am I scary do no, you get that as thing. well I'm not scary you're scared why are you scared that's not me uh, that's not me you're scared I'm the kindest person you'll ever meet I'll give you a hug I'll make you dinner like when you walk into my energy and the b- between the time you enter my energy and you leave my energy, you are taken care of, loved, supported. I'm loyal. I'm kind. I'm funny. Like, I'll make you laugh. I'll go on a trip with you. Like, don't sit here and tell me I'm scary. Mm-hmm. What are you scared of? Mm. What are you scared of? I'm not scary. And, and you're a three, five and within the profiles, uh, and I've done many, the profiles, uh, like gates have a forever like bread and butter place in my heart, but the profiles, because it shows up so much in our day to day. It's just something that I pay attention to. And our second number in our profile is how the world sees us. So it's our public persona in a lot of ways, and it's a projection field. So um, Karen Curry Parker, who's someone that I've taken many of her courses, read her books, like very well known within the human design community. She's been she studied under raw, like back in the day, like she's been in this for 20 years. And, you know, she talks about how your energy type is your character that you're here to play. That's cool. But your profile is the role of the character. So it's Mm. literally how you're here to show up in the world. And that second number within that is with it being a five, it's called a karmic mirror for other people's healing is how she likes to talk about it. And so within that, if you've ever wondered if you have a provide in your profile, especially if it's your three, five, it's the second number, you are here to activate things within people, but it doesn't mean you're responsible for what you activate. Cause it's not that you're activating it. Your energy is because what other people see in you is actually what they see in themselves. And sometimes they love it. And sometimes they don't, but it doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect description of my life. <laughs> um yeah Mm -hmm. so have you noticed this as well like so one thing I've noticed as well is I'm so fantastic at bringing people together like Mm -hmm. it is a gift I was on that playground at six seven years old I'm like hey friend this is my friend and they Mm -hmm. become boom best friends and Mm -hmm. then it's like I've had this kind of feeling a little bit feeling of rejection but that is my head because the thing is I'm so damn good at bringing people together that I haven't done that matchmaking wise, but with friends I have, um, Mm -hmm. I'm constantly bringing people together and then they go off and that they're like a little couple and they stay best friends forever. I've done it with like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like five different couples over Mm -hmm. my life. And people have Mm -hmm. always come to me since I was like five and told me their problems and like real deep, 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 like Mm -hmm. abusive problems, children needing Mm -hmm. help, all that type of stuff. Um, So yeah. Do you find that you bring people together as a three, five energy? I feel like I bring people together and then based off of the relationships that I have. So like I've been with my husband for 13 years, we've been married almost four, but he's been in my life almost half my life. Like he's known me more than he hasn't, but it's interesting where if someone comes into our life, 
It's like they come into my life and then they get to meet Michael. If they get to meet Michael, they end up questioning everything within their relationships. But what's interesting is we're both three, five projectors. Wow. (laughs) Are you really within that? Yeah. And so within that you, we, when you don't leave, I've learned you don't leave an interaction with Michael or I, or Michael and I together without going home and being like, Oh shit. Damn. Or like, wow, I need to pay attention to this more or this or this. But again, that's that fifth line projection of you only see what you want to see in me. So do Mm. you really see me? And most people don't, unfortunately, but like, that's also okay. Cause I've worked so hard to like allow the people that I've chosen to be close to me to see all facets of me. But even in that, like I'm a Gemini projector. So it's like, whoever you are is who I am. So mm-hmm. I remember reading, I think it was in Jessica Lanadu's book. She goes, if you're bored around a projector or you're, or no, if you're bored around a Gemini, it's not because they're boring. It's because you're boring. Oh my God. Like, Gemini is the best. I'm only as interesting as you are interesting. Wow. I didn't know that about Gemini's. My sister's a Gemini, but she's a manager mm-hmm. and she's a three five mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, she's she's just go 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 but she loves it Mm -hmm. Um, I've got Mm -hmm. two children that are many genes as well my husband is a generator my husband is the polar opposite to me in every way we've been together for 20 years we've been together since we were 16 Um, it's just it is just so fascinating but we're not like you guys we're like way Mm -hmm. way different well and here's the thing like Michael and I we're we're both three five triple split projectors oh my god However, when you look at more of the astrological part of our chart, what's funny is where like I'm a balanced of all four elements and like uh, within the pie chart, like I have placements all over the chart. All of his stuff sits at the bottom, which means he's very introverted. He could live on an island by himself. Like I like to think of his energy because he has a lot of Capricorn in his chart as a, just a tree. Mm. And then of the tree but like we both need each other like I don't need him to be like me and vice versa and I don't know I don't know when you found me but I on Instagram but I posted this video a couple of weeks back about this uh I've been I've had this uh just higher mm, interdimensional consciousness of sorts um she's been talking to me lately and what's interesting is being a three, five as well, threes understand relationships and it's called, it, they call it bonds made and broken. Threes know what is worth it or not, especially within relationships. And what's interesting is I had this massive down, it was hours, like the amount of notes I have in my phone about this energy that came and spoke to me about human design information. It basically showed me how in life we have life partners. And then we have mirrors, Mm. both are needed, both are important and they are not the same. So this is, and I'm going to try to explain this visual because it it, it came to me in a vision. And then she basically brought everyone in my life forward and showed me who they were immediately. And then it's like, I have no questions about every single person in my life and their purpose after this. Mm -hmm. And so what it showed me is you're on, you're, you're, you're making your way through life and you have people that come in and they end up being like shoulder to shoulder with you. But when you turn to them, you just see the side of their face. You don't see a face. You just see like, Hey, Michael, what's up? Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, Brie, what are you doing? Type of thing. 
and they walk with you. Now, how you know if someone is a life partner is there, you are here to create a human ladder energetically together where it's like, I support you, you support me. I stand on your shoulders, you stand on my shoulders. And within that, it's like you keep going together. Life partners are also those relationships to the outside worlds are the ones that don't make sense. Ah. They're not meant to make sense. They're meant to just work. But the way that it showed me is just like opposites attract and like a magnet only works when there's opposition. Mm -hmm. So within that, when it's, when two come together, two are like one coming together, that energy, those are the relationships that typically get a lot of hate because to the outside world, it doesn't make sense, but because of either that spiritual connection, that soulmate, that soul fam, whatever, because those life partner relationships, they're different, but they are meant to like, you're on the journey together. You're here to support, but these are also people you do not have to mentally prepare to be around. Because why you feel completely safe in their energy. So why do you need to prepare? Mm. However, mirrors, so life partners walk with you shoulder to shoulder, human ladder, build it, grow it, whatever. Then we have mirrors that are off to the sidelines, but for a season, they come in and they're like, Hey buddy, you need to heal. Mm -hmm. Hey buddy, you need to empower yourself. Hey, you need to let this go. Hey, you need to do this. And they're right there in our face and they're lined up all throughout our path. And some of them come in and they stay, but it's like, it's not that they stay in like the active physical state, but when you think about them, you immediately start, it's like you start analyzing them from a place, but you're doing it from a place of checking them with yourself, <laughs> not them. But mirrors are also the people that we're the most physically attracted to more often than not. Because wow. A mirror, a mirror, when we look at someone and you're looking at a reflection, there's an attraction. Mm -hmm. So within that, we get it twisted and we make mirrors, life partners. And then we wonder why relationships aren't working and we're not supported and we're not happy and we're not thriving and we're not growing. It's because so instead of it, like two opposites coming together and the magnets coming together, people are calling tension attraction and tension is a repulsion. And then because we're human and we like to control everything, we pull it closer and you're like, no, this is mine. And then we wonder why we're basically in a relationship with a certain part of ourself, be it a wound, inner child, the daddy issues, the mother wound, whatever. And we attract all these people and we attract them to heal. So I'll give an example. Three years ago, I had someone come into my life that mirrored back to me. I needed to heal from the sexual trauma that I had gone through earlier in my life. And she came in really fast, like really fast, hot and heavy type of thing. And the whole few months that her and I talked, she just kept talking about like, oh, this thing over here. And I just did it, did it, did it. And it was bringing it all up mm -hmm. in me. And it all came up and out. And I, you know, spoke out about it. And I reached out to my lifelong counselor and like family and just all these things. And something, and it's like, this is like pre-human design days, like type of thing. Like I had no tools in my tool belt, but I was starting to hear stuff. And I heard, I just had this like internal knowing and hearing of your lessons learned, like her, her, this chapter is over. And something told me like she, like, it was almost like it warned me that she was going to fall away, but to trust it. So I was sitting with it. I'm like, I've healed from this. And I was just like, I'm curious what's going to happen. She ghosted me almost immediately, but here's the thing. She served her purpose. 
But then there are people that come in, for example, I've had someone else where she was a mirror of how bold I am. Mm -hmm. But instead of me seeing that in my early twenties is like work on your boldness. I let her bully me. Mm. And so that was the whole thing. And like, I've learned the lesson with that, but it's like, I was attracted to her because her boldness was something that lived within me. And because of that challenging as fuck relationship, my boldness has come out, but that doesn't mean that she was meant to stay, but she's a check-in. Then I had someone a couple, like maybe two years ago where her, her mantra for life was, I don't need anybody. I don't need friends. I don't need friends. Now, outwardly, you would never catch that coming out of my mouth. Energetically on the inside to protect myself and the wounds and the trauma and everything that I've endured from female friendships. Hell yeah. I don't need you. I don't like you. Like this sort of like very like sassy, but she was the outward expression of that. And as soon as I realized what she was mirroring back to me before I even knew what a mirror was, I was like, that part of me needs to heal. As soon as I brought it into your meditation and said goodbye to it, guess what? She fell away, mm -hmm. but she's a mirror. And so it's that, like identical to my life. <laughs> and so like you just explained it though it's so good mm -hmm. and we have our life partners that don't get it twisted yeah and, and you know what like my husband is totally totally my life partner because it made no sense being with him I broke out with him when I was 23 <laughs> I broke mm -hmm. out with him and I said I'm not marrying you we had the whole wedding planned and I was like mm -hmm. what the fuck we're so different no mm -hmm. I ran away I run away sometimes, Sarah. I just want to run away. And that's when I'm in not <laughs> South Bend. Want to run yes. away too? <laughs> sometimes you just, sometimes you have to run to be like, damn, this was dumb. I'm going to turn back around. <laughs> well, that's also part of being a three, five. And I forget if what part of it. And I'm pretty sure. No, it's the three. There's no way it's the five. It's the three where it's like when, because it's bonds made and broken, you either bond or you break it. And so within that, like if you ask any of my close friends, like oh. it's a joke of, there are times if I'm upset with you and I have it, it's a 24 hour rule. Like if I say I need space, don't talk to me for a day because guess what? For the next 24 hours, I'm going to go to a very like mental place and break up with you and make sure to see if you're worth still keeping around. And if you are, I'll text you the next day. If you're not, I'll still text you the next day, but we're going to have a conversation type of shit. But mm. it's like threes know what are worth it or not. Beautiful. That's In fantastic. You're helping me so much. I feel like you're mirroring my life um, and you're getting <laughs> me. I feel like I've been so misunderstood forever. Um, and it's just really interesting because my husband and I, we didn't talk for two years because I don't mm -hmm. do wishy-washy, gray shit. I do on, off. On, we're either on or off. There's yeah, no break or bond. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, that's what I'm like. So people do yeah. drop out of my life. And mm -hmm. this mirror thing that you've been showing me, I've actually just gone through a whole lot of healing with people that I've, I've let go of. And they yeah. were like, why are you letting go of me? And I was like, because you can't see me. I didn't say that to them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I let go of them. And I've just sent a whole lot of love to them and say, thank you for the lesson. Because season, reason, or lifetime. My husband and I did not talk for two years after I broke up with him until it was my 25th birthday. So he messaged me and said, hey, Victoria, happy birthday. And we didn't talk for two years. And I went, oh, thanks so much. I'm just about to go skydiving. And I was like, why did I reply to him? Because I don't usually typically reply to people on my birthday because I want to have me time. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? We started talking for five months later, um, for five months, got back together um, and basically got married, had children. And it's been 10 years. 
like we're so 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 happy um Mm -hmm. and it's it's just like it's crazy and he was that ladder and I did everything in my power so we wouldn't get back together everything I possibly could because I didn't want him in my life because I loved him so much and he's the only person who can really truly see me and receive Mm me Mm -hmm. but he is the opposite to me (laughs) but he like but he like he gets you like the Mm -hmm. people that get you those are the relationships and people are like tell me about your friend Whitney I'm like um I don't really know how to approach this with you because our connection it's not something that I can write on a piece of paper. It's something I feel, see, witness. It's a vibe. It's a whole thing. And those are things that you can't explain. If you can explain your relationship with someone, guess what, honey? That's a mirror. That's not a life partner. You shouldn't be able to explain. It doesn't make sense why I, the life partners are my life partners, but it works. It clicks. There's a vibe. There's a comfort. I can be myself. I can relax. Like my body feels safe Mm. around them. You don't have to, you don't have to perform. You can just be you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the cycle and you break it or you bond forever. And that's that soul system thing, right? That's why I'm like, hey, Sarah, I know you want to chat. And you're like, Mm -hmm. sure. Haven't done a podcast for like two years, but okay, great. Yeah. It is. See you you Mm -hmm. next week. And it's, it's that easy because it's meant to be. It is meant exactly. to be. So exactly. I love, I love, love, love this. And it makes so much sense. I spent, I'm not going to lie. I spent three days crying last week. And rather than going into, oh my God, is this depression and anxiety again? Mm-hmm. It was more like, oh, finally, I can release this trauma for when I was there a child. You go. Finally, yes. this rejection, because, you know, the long and the short of it is um, I've had a very close friend. I've been talking to her every day for two years. She is a generator. I introduced mm-hmm. her to human design and access consciousness and all these different things. She's a medium. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I really, really needed her for spiritual support, for support of my groups. I gave her all my programs. I love her so much. She's a Capricorn. So I love Capricorns. I'm a Virgo. So I was like, I need to keep her around. She's my lifelong friend. We're going to bond. But the oh. thing is, I was unkind by giving her all of that stuff and having an expectation of her to be there for me, mm-hmm. it was a pressure, it was unkind. And it, when it became very clear to me that she needs to have a breakthrough on her own and my mm-hmm. body was starting to do crazy things, we, she basically dropped out of all my stuff. We're still very good friends, but it had to change. It had to shift. And it wasn't about that situation. It was so much deeper. When mm-hmm. we go through things, it's so much deeper. It's that beautiful reflection, like you say, and I was reflecting to her mm-hmm. and vice versa. So it was a deep sadness of, are those girls going to leave me on the playground again? Are my clients going to leave me? Yeah. Is my husband not going to fight for me? And it was this, I'm one of five children, you know, like I'm, I'm the one eldest. Of ten. You're yeah. one of 10. Holy no, moly. Had, you just trumped me, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My mom, she had 10 kids. She's a reflector too, which is really wow. cool. Mm-hmm. so where are you in that bunch I'm number th- I'm <laughs> third, so, literally so let's see my oldest brother he's an MG I have a sister that's a generator then I'm a projector and then it goes manifester projector MG generator generator MG generator so it's mostly oh. generators and MGs and then my mom's a reflector and what's cool about human design is um, your energy type skips a generation 
And so because my mom's a reflector, most of my siblings are likely going to have reflectors. And one of my brothers, my brother that's a projector, he already has a little reflector. Oh, my God. Oh, I've got a couple of clients that are reflectors. And I'm like, I knew it. I knew it because the minute they're like a reflector, I go, hallelujah. And the thing is, those people make me giggly. Every time I'm yeah. with them, I'm giggly. Yeah. They, they're like sparkles and fairies. If I was going to say, because I talk about fairy energy, light being energy, um, mm -hmm. you know, all the different energies and stuff like that. And I'm like, I would say that they walk around with bags of sparkles. That's how I see reflectors. Yes, it's true. Accurate, that's how it's I feel. True. Yes, they're very, they're, they're lunar beings, they illuminate, they sparkle, they're transparent, like effervescent, like it's, it's a diff, like when I ran my mom's chart, I'm like, and yep, she's a reflector and her whole life made sense to me, her whole life, like whole life made sense to me. And I'm like, yeah, mama, you're a reflector, like go outside, like, please be outside as often as like you're a reflector listening to this the more time you can spend out in nature i guarantee you you'll have more peace like go outside if you're not a reflector go outside doesn't mm. matter like think about it we are nature nature is us so we need water and sunshine just as much as the plants wow that's so amazing and i feel like we need to do this releasing like like mm -hmm. I say, the three days that I cried, I still showed up to calls, to podcasts. Sure. I still showed up to everything. Um, but think but about I it. You're transitioning from one world with her mm -hmm. in that way to a new world that doesn't. And so within that, there's like that humanness of like, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Transition, transition, trust, trust. But like, I guarantee you, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if things are already shifting, but when we know that we need to release an attachment to someone, mm -hmm. doesn't mean the person entirely, sometimes, sometimes, but mm -hmm. that attachment, when we can do that, like same thing, like it's again, like mirror journeys, this past week has been one of the most, it's been one of the things that I've handled with the most ease mm -hmm. and grace in my life. And like needing to let go of an attachment to someone that's a mirror to me in a lot of ways. And it's like, I've healed from all that stuff. And within that, like it's everything in me knows that that bond needs to be broken, that the bond that was made, it can be no more. And what's interesting and trusting that and creating and moving space because our relationships are what help us get where we're going in life or staying or stagnant or complacent excuses, justifications, you name it me trusting that it was time to move and moving that out and like handling it and addressing it in a matter of maybe 72 hours one of my best friends was finally able to like be able to see each other because she's had some stuff going on i went up to um one of my favorite shops and like uh i live in little um but it's in like mckinney which is like 30 minutes outside from my home and i walked in there and like someone that is a life partner to me, like her energy pulled me there. And I told her, I was like, why'd you bring, why am I here? And she goes, well, I want you to start coming and helping me do some stuff up here and this over here and this over here and this over here and this over here and all this stuff and like all these things. And then I have another friend that lives out of town. We've been talking more and like all of these beautiful things that the attachment to this person that could not come into this new world that I'm creating but it's like how instant things can happen when we know that we need to let go of something. But here's the thing, I needed to go through what I thought this relationship was and sitting with how this relationship made me feel. 
And what's interesting, and I wouldn't be surprised because you are three five and there is a lot of just embodiment. So we have stuff that's in our head. So it's like, for me, the way I see energy, I can tell when someone's up here, like in their head and like circling and looping. But then you know how there are certain situations where it's like, you feel that ache mm -hmm. in your chest, the mm -hmm. ache of someone that you love that's no longer earth side, they've passed and there's that like ache of like, you want to reconnect. But even in that, it's like, go and do something and channel their energy and reconnect with them. That ache is there for reconnection. Like, think about it. There's a reason why the people that we're the most comfortable with, we want to hug them. Mm -hmm. There's that reconnection, that like coming together. But then there are people that maybe y'all were drawn together, but then it's like, for me, the way that I feel it when someone is no more, they need to be no more as there's a complete repulsion from my stomach. That's like, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm -mm. and it's not this bratty bitter bitchy like i don't like you no it's just very like mm, mm -mm. it's a mm -mm. gut it's like a gut it's an it's a, i talk about light and heavy so i talk about mm -hmm. like is it light and expansive and like this was the first relationship i've ever had where i know she's still my best friend and mm -hmm. i know that we can't talk every day and i know she's going to do big things but mm -hmm. she was doing big things for me, supporting me, because I was too scaredy pants to do it myself. Mm -hmm. And I thought I needed her. So this is my guys. This is my angels. This is myself saying, mm -hmm. hey, Victoria, you're here for big things. Let mm -hmm. her do her own big things. So then mm -hmm. I realized I was being a bit selfish. But rather than going into guilt, I went into, I love you. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you so much. And she was like, yeah. I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So the deep energy of what I went through with the, the breaking of the bond was a breaking of the bond of the past trauma that I've experienced my mm -hmm. entire whole fucking life on that playground mm -hmm. and I went right back with my coach doing timeline therapy to the day I left home and that you understand what it's like being from a big family you know I don't know what your mm -hmm. parents are like but you know my mom was pregnant with her fifth kid <laughs> unexpectedly and she was like yeah and that was it take all your stuff with you you know and mm -hmm. she didn't mean to hurt me but what actually happened was the pain of having to leave town at 17 then go rely on my husband I didn't live with him but I had to rely on him emotionally and his parents were going through yeah. a divorce you think mm -hmm. no wonder you have fucking relationship issues because it came right back from when I was 17 so I released in three days the trauma that I held on to for, to for 20 years. That is a gift that my friend gave me. Yeah. Yes. How magnificent is that? Yes, absolutely. Every Everything and everyone serves a purpose, but it doesn't mean that they're on, it doesn't mean that everyone that comes into your life is on it for the lifelong journey. Like it's almost like that active it's like they can still be there, but it doesn't mean you need to be an active part. And then there's also where it's like there are relationships where it's like you're codependent on them, mm -hmm. thinking that they need you and things of that nature. So it's like it's needing to check in with yourself where it's like, why are you keeping it around? Is it because you're too prideful to let it go because of the time that y'all have been friends, even though you're not even growing together and like this over here? And it's like if we're not growing actively together, then we're growing separately. Mm. that's okay mm. like that is okay but then there are people that choose to be in your circle and active and that support and things of that nature but it's like instead of trying to force someone to be something based off of what tra like trauma trigger response from 20 years ago but even in that it's like that's a mirror for a lesson that you need to learn where it's like you're fully capable of doing big things 
mm-hmm. by yourself and you don't need to like be like, you don't need someone else to like be a crutch on to be like, Hey, help me. Yeah. Hey, do this. Hey, do this. Like not do it alone. Be my sidekick, come and be my date, you know, for whatever. And and it's not kind. And it's not kind Mm -hmm. when we're chucking out our clients. It's not kind because we're predictors. And same with many gens, I suppose, like even manifestors. It's like when you're going along and you're chunking people out because you're trying to prove your worth. Mm -hmm. I want to be worthy of being your friend, Sarah. So what if I just like give you everything that you need? Um, or vice versa and again it's, it's that mirror to go we are here and being from a big family as well it was always like take your brothers and sisters you're here to share mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. to share I would I have shared share. having mm-hmm. birth with people I'm like why don't you get pregnant as well we can have a baby together why don't we have a double wedding and my sister who's a um, managing three five is like I just want a daughter my own thanks so <laughs> Like, thanks. Appreciate it. Like, but here's the thing, like that right there tells me that part of your energetic essence is being a buddy. Mm. And within that you link and you link and you link and you link things for people and that connection and things of that nature, but being mindful of like, what are you linking yourself to? And like Mm. checking in with that, because it's like, think about it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if you're someone, be it your own experience or someone else. When someone comes to you, you already have like 10 things ready for them. Mm, mm. Like, let me help you with this and this over here and connection over here and connection over here and connection over here and all these things. Like, that's a beautiful, like we need connectors. Like we need yeah. those connectors. And I just feel like you have so much of that energetic essence within that. Cause think about it right now. Like you're connecting me to people and I'm connecting you to my people. Mm. But then and it's so we're good. connected together and then it's literally just going to keep going and going yeah. and going because of those connections. And that's and what I see, that ripple effect. And that's what I'm here for is a ripple effect. I do a lot of free stuff online, just like you. So I do it maybe a little bit different to you. I like, I've got a lot of face. I kind of Facebook orientated and I do a lot of free challenges and mediumship and masterclasses and stuff like that. And it's all free, but I know mm-hmm. I'm going to get paid for it because exactly. that's what I'm here for is for big mm-hmm. things. And the learning on doing it on your own because yeah, I'll create the buddy and then I'll get them another buddy and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. So and but then I've held on to the same husband for 20 years minus two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating. Absolutely. So yeah. with these personality profiles, um with people learning about human design, I know you talk about the, you know, the energy, right? So the energy. Um, the energy type as well and then of course there's the gates and all that type of stuff so once they are kind of okay with all right you know I'm a projector and I just released and I just cried it doesn't mean I was a not self thing it just meant that I was going through something probably I was probably more aligned then because I was channeling stuff so that going into their personality profile there's different personality profiles but how can they learn deeper about that so how can they go into that and kind of align to that as well as the energy type? So the way that I see this, if the profiles are how we're here to show up as who we are, so it's like our energy type is like, okay, I'm here to connect with other people, but I'm here to connect with other people based off of what I've gone through and I've experienced and teach them from my own personal experiences. That's how I'm here to be a projector. And so within that, it's looking at, I like to think of um, the profiles as your first number is kind of South node qualities. It has no correlation. It's just my own personal opinion theory on it. It's more of a South node. You're good at it. 
Like this is something that comes natural to you because you were born into the world, like being curious about it and good at it. And, you know, it's easy for me to start something. Mm, it's easy for me to get hands on with something. It's easy for me to like do something, not like it, and then do something different. Like me being in action, I could benefit from sitting from time to time type of thing. Mm. However, we need to move to our second number, which is more of those North node qualities in the sense of like, that's where growth expansion. So it's like, I need to be willing to have that, the humanness, uh, journey of the three the up and down like if your life doesn't look up and down like a heart like heartbeat monitor as a three like you're not doing it right you're not supposed to stay up here and you're not supposed to stay stay down here you're here to ebb and flow with the energy but then based off of what you integrate within your energy and the highs and the lows and the up and the down and the this and the that you take that into the five and you go and teach people your ways you teach mm-hmm. people your ways but your second number is typically going to be with the last thing that you want to do because it shows up for you unconsciously it's your innate nature but you could push it back mm-hmm. and so within that it's like the way i like to see this in relationships if you want to know the heart of someone look at their first number mm-hmm. you want to look at the public persona of someone and how you see them from the outside it's their second number And so within that, it's important. Let's use us as an example. As a third line, we need to make people aware of the humanness in us, not the finished product of something, not when everything is perfect. No, it's like, hey, look at what I'm experiencing. Look at what I'm going through. That alone is being a teacher of your ways, being willing to share those things and being mindful that the experiences that you have, and when you go to share them, it's meant to activate something in somebody. It's meant to activate something within somebody, but it doesn't mean that you're responsible for what it activates in them. And so it's like, you're here to like be who you are. And if you, if you don't make it clear who you are as a five, all you attract is assumptions. Mm-hmm. So make it clear make it clear. Hey, no, no, no. This is my truth. This is what I believe. This is what I'm about. And it's based off of this and this and this and this and this over here. So let's say, for example, we'll use a two, four, two, fours are super calm. We're going to do two, four, and we'll do one, three. Cause like one, threes, two, fours, and three, fives are like the profiles where it's like when I typically run a chart, like it's, is one of those, like they're very common. So let's use a two, four. Two fours, they're naturally gifted at, they're just, the thing that they're gifted at, it's something that it just comes so naturally to them to the point where they may not even necessarily see how gifted they're at at it until someone calls it out of them, but they like a lot of time and space. So that's easy for them. They're gifted, they like space, magical. They have this thing that they're good at and gifted and they see. And it comes with just like, it's an innate wisdom, knowledge and understanding. Like they don't know how they know what they know. They just kind of know. Mm-hmm. However, what they need to move into this lifetime is a community mm. and other people. And that's typically the last thing a 2-4 wants to do. My husband's a 2-4. I'm just I'm seeing numbers, but I'm pretty sure he is. And mm-hmm. he's very, very highly intelligent, but he's mm-hmm. very much an individual. Like he doesn't really go out into the community. Exactly. And it's like you, but you see how that's the growth though. That's the discomfort. That's that North node, like reach for it type of energy, but it's scary. But then we'll use a one, three. I had, um, I go up to this coffee shop and one of the baristas, he came up to me and he's a one, three generator. And he's like, Sarah, I got to ask you something. I was like, okay. And he was telling me something. I was like, what's your profile? He's like, I'm a one, three. And I'm like, "Mm, let's talk about this. I was like, so you're reading about Reiki. 
he's like, yeah. I'm like, are you practicing Reiki? And he's like, no. I'm like, that's the problem. You can't just mm-hmm. read about Reiki because first lines are very research historian teacher. And it's like, they're very in the head and literally need to move things down into the body mm. and try it. Like you can't just sit there and read about Reiki and YouTube it. You gotta get your hand and like get in there and do it. Mm-hmm. But that's the last thing a one, three wants to do. So it's the exact thing that you need to do. So if you want to know where you can grow and like sit in like a lot of deconditioning, look at your second number. Like Love we start with the first number. We start everything. Like you got to try it. You mm-hmm. never got to try mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So within that, it's like honor your true nature, like honor that part of yourself, but like you can come become complacent and stagnant if you don't move to the second number. Mm-hmm. So within that, what is the discomfort that the second number brings up in you? Go work at it go work with it. Put yourself out there. Like uh, magical things happen when we move to the second number, not when we stay in the first one. Because if anything, our first number is more of that preparation in certain ways. And then it's like, then we push it out. Mm-hmm. But so many people don't push things out. They stay. Yeah. Cause I'm scared. And the second number is the thing that truly, okay. So for instance, with my mediumship is the easiest thing I've ever done is channel. Like, oh my God, it's just so easy. I know it's easy for you as well. And it's so easy. It's the scariest thing I ever did. And it took me years and years and years. We only have a couple more minutes. So I have one more question for you, Sarah. With, okay. I did want to go deeper into this. I could see how this could be a three-hour podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do it one another time with <laughs> channeling. And um, so with, the, with your channeling, right? So I totally resonate with people shift and change in my vortex. Yes. They don't even have yes. to turn up. If they're in my vortex, they shift and change. I do ask them to show up because it's probably going to be a lot more beneficial <laughs> to me in the course. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But people shift and change in my vortex and I am a channel. So when human design um, taps into reading, being intuitive mm-hmm. channel, being a medium, how mm-hmm. does that, um, I know we don't have time to go deep into it, but how does that work for you? Because I know you channel, so do I. I do light language and all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I really want to bring this into my mediumship so much more, but I haven't found anyone, uh, as yet who talks about it like you do. Mm-hmm. So the way that I go about it is when I run a chart, instead of looking at what the chart is telling me, it looks like I pay attention to how the chart makes me feel what it brings up in me. Um, because being a channel, you feel things, you don't just hear things, see things, you feel them. And so when I get on a call and all of a sudden, like my chest gets really tight, I've learned nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, I'm not nervous. Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. So we get on the call like, Hey, what's going on? And all of a sudden we're laughing. And then all of a sudden it's like, Phew. and then it's like, I feel the rise and then the fall and then this and the, that I'm also my dominant Claire is clairvoyancy. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm talking to someone, even as you and I have been talking, like I see stuff above your head. Mm -hmm. Now, when I say I see stuff above your head, because I know like someone's listening to this, they're like, damn, she sees shit, which like I do, like, I'm not going to deny that. Yeah, so do I. When someone's talking, I see thought bubbles appear before them. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so cool. And so it's like, I'll see it. And there are times where someone's trying to explain something and I'll cut, I'm like, I don't need you to explain yourself to me. Keep talking. I understand you just keep Mm -hmm. talking. And then the thought bubble gets bigger. And then I see that I'm like, Ooh, okay. And then because of the way that my brain and mind and chart and the energy works, 
then I bring that thought bubble down and then we go and then all of a sudden like they're crying or laughing or like grabbing their chest. So it's like, I, it's like, I bring my energy. I see their energy. I see their chart. Typically I have their face and their chart like, like side by side. And as they're talking, I'll see things and I'll see something about this and this over here. So the way that I process is I completely open myself up and I don't keep myself open. I open myself up before every session and then I close that because I'm not always willing to be an open channel until mm -hmm. I'm willing, ready and able to be an open channel. Because back when I was just a raw nerve walking around in the world, that's when I was drinking, alcoholic, debt, didn't know what to do, anxiety, like all the things like I've learned to reel. That we're right here. <laughs> like I've learned to reel that in. You do, you feel and see a lot. And so it's like, I take what I've learned in the books. I take how I observe and study people and the experiences that I've had in the embodiment. And then I'm two and a half years and almost two and a half years into doing human design, but I've, I've been interviewed about 30 times on different podcasts. I've done classes. I've, I'm upwards of over a thousand readings in the last two and a half years. And I'm always learning and studying and monitoring behavior. And I'm a quad right in my chart, meaning all my arrows point to the right. So wow. I am basically just a channel. Mm. So it's like, I pay attention to energy all around me. And then based off of that, I'll bring it to the person and then we work with it. So when they're going to the right, that's more masculine, right? Is that more masculine? When it goes to the right, when it goes to the right, it's more yin. And when it goes right. to the left, it's more yang. I've got one left. So my bottom red one is left. Mm -hmm. The rest of them are going to the right. So I know I'm a specific so you're, manifester. So you're more of, if it points to the right, you're more of the receptive, recessive, like open type of channel. And then there's, there are certain parts just because of the way that the arrows work, like your mind could be very single focused or your perspective and how you see, it just depends on how your mind and your brain work. But it's when someone starts asking me questions and, or I've learned to ask questions to get them to ask questions. And it's like, everything comes to the front and then it's like, it just comes out mm -hmm, and I'll mm -hmm. see things like, I see everything as energy. So I'm visual, I'm very visual. And I've learned to translate cause I'm a five, the visuals and energy and the feelings that I see know, and it's just, it's developed into what it's developed into the last two years. Like I'm not just a human design reader. Like I am an intuitive. Mm -hmm. and I'm because exactly I understand because I understand human nature because I'm meant to I'm meant to understand relationships human design like I was out on a walk the other day and I just kind of had this like um voice in my head that's just been kind of chatting with me the last couple of weeks and I heard you you do not teach the human design system you speak the human design language and that's it's true so you that is like, I've only watched one of your videos because I only found you recently. And I'm like, mm -hmm. so, you know, I've got two kids in a business and all the things. Yes. So I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to dive into her Instagram, guys. Mm -hmm. And I highly recommend that you do that because you're very generous, like I said, with this information. And I'm literally so excited, but you mm -hmm. do, you speak it. And it's not, uh, we're here to be it. We're not mm -hmm. here to learn and then have to go read a chat like this and it, that's why I'm so excited about learning more human design mm -hmm. and bringing it into my intuitive readings because I don't see Sarah as such you know I see energy 
my hands mm-hmm. have been turned on this whole time because you're a natural healer um mm-hmm. you're intuitive and I I wish we had more time because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I would love to talk about the mediumship and the channeling because sure. I love how you do this it is just absolutely magnificent um you are thank you for being you in the world thank you so much what a compliment like I felt that in my heart thank you I really appreciate that because I just want to be me and by being me I help you be you Mm. and then we get to be ourselves together like something that I'm told often which like I'm totally down to do another interview and we could talk about what I've been marinating on but something that I've been told by people is like ah when I'm around you, I feel grounded. When I'm around you, I feel safe. When I'm around you, I feel comfortable. I'm like, damn, but I'm a double air fire sign. Like that is not earthy at all. <laughs> hey, I'm earth. I'm the straight right? up earth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, but there's something about that. Well, I've been um, within just information and channeling and the how I understand human design. Like that's just more of a tease of like, we'll need to do another one. And like, people are just going to have to stay tuned because like I've found in my chart based off of like the elements and how they tie in, why people feel me as more earthy. Mm. And yeah, we've got to go deeper. Got to go yes, deeper. Like three, yes. Like part yeah. two, like to be continued. Two. <laughs> We're ready to dive deep as, um, and yeah. So check out the show notes guys, but Sarah, I love you. We're going to need to jump out of each other's auras now. Yes. <laughs> I always, I always, guys I gotta go and I like jump out of the aura because I just want to hang you know um sending Mm -hmm. so much love to you thank you for your time I am sure and I trust and I know that everybody just got something probably different everyone would have got something a bit different and I know for me it has given me a lot of clarity as a projector three so thank you so so much sending you so much love and yeah looking forward to talking to you real soon yes me too thank you Thank you, Sarah. So much love. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining the Release Your Blocks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. So please leave a review and tell me what your favorite takeaway from today was. There is so much more from where this came from. You can also find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook where you can find more content, more coaching, and more guidance. Have a grand and glorious day, and I'll see you next time.